This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, the evaluation happened, and it's not good. Uh, Jake Gensel will be out for up to four weeks with that upper body injury. So that puts your Pittsburgh Penguins in a very, very tough spot following the 5-2 to two loss to the Florida Panthers last night. So not only beat up on the scoreboard, beat up on the ice as well as we go out to the fan hotline. Presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. We welcome in our pal, Sean Gentilly, NHL insider from The Athletic. Sean, yesterday, uh, Pony and Chris had Tyler Kennedy on. He's always our guest at, at 2.35 on Wednesdays. Uh, I'm going to assume that he wants a little redo on this one. He gave the Penguins, going into last night, a 60% chance of making the playoffs and a 40% chance of trading Jake Gensel. Uh, where do you stand on those things after the events that took place at PPG Paints about 24 hours ago? 60 40s, what TK said. Yes. Oh, boy. Um, let's go 40% that they make the playoffs and 50 that they trade. Cancel now. You're giving them a 40% chance to make it. I think I think that I don't I don't think that's any kind of uh, I'm not trying to gas up the Penguins because they're a mess right now, but I think a lot of the teams that they're chasing are pretty are pretty uh, pretty flawed too. You know, you're looking at the Detroit Red Wings who are playing great right now, but you know that's 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 not a perfect team. New Jersey doesn't have a goalie. The Flyers are out kicking their coverage right now and probably going to trade guys themselves. The Islanders, you know in a worse spot than the Penguins, I think, in terms of the way they're they're currently playing. They 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 fired their coach and haven't gotten a bump from uh from from hiring Patrick Watts. Look, I, I don't think it's quite as dire as as a lot of folks seem to make it making it seem to be making it out to be, but at the same time, like not good. And I think and I think last night was you know, 'cause the the Panthers are an elite team and I I think you know, it's nothing else. It's a it's a rude awakening for Pittsburgh because they got their brakes beaten off by, you know, one of the Eastern Conference, you know, one, one of the Eastern Conference's elite teams. If nothing else, it's proof that, you know, there's still a huge, huge gap between between uh, between those two teams we saw last night. So they're seventh out of eight teams in the Metro. They are sixth in the wild card standings. Toronto and Detroit take up those two spots. They're nine points behind Toronto. They're seven points behind. Detroit, and then there's the Devils, the Islanders, and the Capitals that they all have to jump. I know they have games in hand on all of those teams, uh, but it doesn't sound like you think it'll be that hard to to hop some of them and, and catch all these teams. 
There, see, here, here's the issue, and this is this is always the way it looks whenever you have a team that's, you know, bringing up the rear in, in conversations like this. It's, you know, I know I'm going to like invalidate part of what I just said. I do. I think that they're individually better than 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 all of those teams. Uh, yeah, in a lot of in, in a lot of ways, but there's so many of them, dude. Like, we're talking we're talking six teams that you got to hope that. None of them go on, on on any kind of real tear, and that's when that's when stuff gets that's when stuff gets kind of fuzzy. Like before this skid that they were on right now, and they've lost three straight, and playing tonight, obviously. Um, I felt pretty good about them finding a way to sneak in, but you know now it's like it, it is. Even though I do think that on paper they're the best team, and I I, I think they're still. You know they have stuff going for them relative to some of those other ones. You know it's 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 starting to get a little dark for sure. And with the the Gensel injury, you you put it at at forty percent. I know you said it, it counts more on the other teams sort of screwing up more so uh, than what what the Penguins are doing. But who who in his place will be the guy that you think they look to who has to step up in that production? I don't. They don't have one. I mean, that's 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 that was their problem a week ago, and it's it's their problem today. Is that if that top line isn't cooking, they don't have any real answers. And now you subtract Gensel from the mix, man, and that's when that's when stuff that's 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 the that's the big variable. Is like, look, it's bad for every team to lose, you know, their first line left winger. When you have a team that's as top heavy as the Penguins have been, that's when stuff gets that's when stuff gets really dodgy. I think where they if there is a bright side here, it's that they have ten more games left, I believe, ahead of ahead of the deadline, which is on March eighth. So if they go in the tank and whatever, they lose five of these eight or something, I think the answer is gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty clear. Like they like they're not gonna have to worry about preserving anything for a playoff run because they'll be out of it. So it's uh man, it's a, it's amazing how their situation shifted in the last in the last week. I'll, I'll say that much because seven days ago I was still feeling I was still feeling you know pretty uh pretty bullish on their chances to sneak in, but now man, stuff's you know I I know I said four I said forty percent at the start of the at the start of the segment, but that's forty percent <laughs> falling pretty 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 rapidly. Yeah, I mean they they had that three to nothing. Uh, sort of statement win against Winnipeg back on February 6th. That feels like a very, very long time ago, Sean. Uh, now, you put it about 50-50 that they trade Gensel. Obviously, that has to do with how they handle this next stretch of games without him. But you don't think they'll have any issue uh, moving off of him, even though the, the injury is about four weeks and the trade deadline's only three weeks away? I think that's a huge problem, and I think it's going to affect the kind of package that they would get from him. Like, Man, it's like, dude, you and I saw each other on on Super Bowl Sunday, right? We were talking about all this. We were talking about yep. their chances for their chances to sneak in. We we're talking about the Gensel stuff. I mean, this 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 alters everything because, look, say that they say that Gensel was health, healthy and they still went in the tank and they lost six of these next eight, and then we can just you know cross them out with ten in in terms of in terms of the playoff chances. You can say on March fifth or whatever. To, to whichever team wants to acquire Jake Gensel, you say like, all right, give us, you know, the Elias Lindholm trade that we saw in Vancouver uh, last month. You say, give us the Claude Giroux trade that we saw the Flyers pull off the year before last, which is like 
a first round pick, a third round pick, and a legitimately pretty good, you know, relevant uh, NHL player, let's say. Like they could, they could conceivably ask for that. And I think given the way the market's shaking out, given how few uh, game breaking players are available, I think they could have gotten it. But now, now you're saying, all right, uh, we want a premium price, like a big time package on a guy who's, who's not going to be able to play for another week, hasn't played for the last month and maybe has some kind of uh, nagging issue. That's going to, that's going to hang around from, from March into April into, into, into May. That's a, that's a much tougher sell than it would have been if, if they made the decision to trade him, you know, a week ago or whatever. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And as he's getting roughed up last night, a few different occurrences of that, why is there nobody to stand up for him? And why, whenever there was somebody, why is it Sidney Crosby? He should not be the guy doing that. Isn't that bad? It's brutal. I heard... um, It annoys me every time I see it. Like, I I, want to see somebody get stood up for but I don't want Sidney Crosby being the guy that does it he's become that guy and it's and it's that is that is bad news I was talking to I, I heard I was talking to Starkey about this last week because we were talking about the Morgan Riley on on the Leafs going after a, a, a dude on the Sens after he you know showed him up at the, yep. at the end of the game you know Joe's whole thing was like who on the Penguins would do that and it's like <laughs> Crosby Latang, Malkin, like you shouldn't, we shouldn't be talking about their mid thirties, late thirties hall of famers also being the guys who are going to, who are going to, uh, who, who are going to stand up for their teammates. That's a, that's a bad deal. And I like, do I, do I think that, you know, a lack of toughness or, or, or not having a guy like that is, you know, their number one problem on, on the roster? No, but it's glaring whenever it happens because it does. I don't know if it's just Crosby's getting older, so he's getting, you know, old man strength or whatever it is. But it's not something you want to see, and it's it's not something that he should that he should do all that often. Sean Gentilly, NHL insider from the Athletic, our guest here on Sports Radio ninety three seven The Fan. Sean, uh, you you talked you, you touched on the game last night. The Panthers almost twenty points better than the Penguins. They're one of the top teams in the East. They certainly looked like it. It uh, didn't seem like there were a lot of answers from Mike Sullivan or Sidney Crosby, just kind of a game that uh, 
they they didn't have much to to talk about to say about uh, after the game. Uh, what were some of your takeaways, glaring takeaways from that five to two loss? You know, we talked about it earlier. I think I think this is just teams that are on different tiers league wide. Like you look at you look at Florida, man. That's a team without without many flaws. They have superstar power at the top of the lineup because you got Kachuk and you got. Alexander Barkov, and you got Sam Reinhart, who's like maybe the breakout player of the league so far. Sick power play, you know, really solid, uh, solid group of forwards. And then you have a, a defense that's really, really improved over the last couple of years under under Paul Maurice, and, and they're healthy now. They had Aaron Ekblad and Brandon Montour were, you know, our, our two top four defensemen for them, and they they were out you know, for, for a pretty long period at, at the start of the season. Well, they, they kept it together without them. Those dudes have only kind of upped their game. And I think what you have there is, you know, again, this is a top five, top three team league-wide. I, I do believe that. And they took them apart. <laughs> so, so, like, this – but this is where the Penguins live now. Is, is like, is like you're, you're, you got to hope that they're going to – sneak into the playoffs and maybe get lucky and Jari gets hot and we see the best version of him over the course of a, of, of a round or two. That's, that's what they need to hope for because on paper, top to bottom, they're just not in the class of teams like Florida. And I think we saw that, you know, for most of the night last night. I actually, I, I was very, I don't want to say hate because that's a strong word. I, I, I did not like the, the Jari contract whenever I saw it, I thought, this is going to be like the first black eye against Kyle Dubas in his tenure. But that of everything that he did in the offseason looks like one of the best moves. It looks like it has been close to catas- catastrophically bad for the Carlson trade and guys like Ryan Graves. Like, like what Like w- what do you make of some of those big moves that the, the Pens went out and, and accomplished? and what they've had to show for it through the middle of February. I think the Riley Smith addition is low-key, maybe the worst of the bunch. I didn't, yeah, like, I didn't even he, mention him. He's a tough, he's a tough watch, man, and he doesn't and he doesn't fit with Malkin. Malkin's like I don't want to sit here and blindly defend Evgeny Malkin cuz he's like he's not he's his flaws are more glaring now as he's gotten older, but like he also makes six million dollars a year. He's a pretty good second line center. Like that's about what that's about what what you'd expect. And he's generating scoring chances at a pretty sick rate. Like he's he's putting guys in position to succeed, and they're not converting. And I think, you know, example A of that is is, is Riley Smith. Like it just hasn't it hasn't worked, you know, for one reason or another. And I think I think that's I think in a lot of ways that kind of sums up their problems. Is that when that when that top line isn't cooking, you know, they're they're in deep, deep trouble. And it's because they're not getting consistent production from from the middle six and the power play is a, a catastrophe. What would you say is their biggest weakness overall right now? I just depth scoring. Like I like I said, is like you like you have no you just don't have reliable options outside of outside of Crosby and Rust and Gensel. Like you know those dudes are gonna be on game mm-hmm. after game. But there just isn't. And also, this is not a team. Like I, I, I'll give I'll give Dubas credit. You know, at, at least in, in this in, in this area for sure is like he rebuilt the bottom six to 
be pretty solid defensively. Like, like he knew that he didn't have a ton of money to spend, so he said, I'm going to go out and get guys like Lars Eller and Nolachari and players like that that aren't going to fill up the net but also have skills, or have like a certain skill set that allow you to get something. You can rely on, on those dudes for solid defensive play, if, if nothing else. But, man, that – that handcuffs you because because if you have Lars Eller say as your as your third line center, he's not going to generate offense. That's just not who he is. It's not who he's ever been. It's certainly not who he is now that he's well into his thirties. So you need dudes like Riley Smith and Ricard Raquel and that sort of class of player to to chip in meaningfully because Sidney Sidney Crosby's line isn't going to get it done. You know it's it's not it's not possible to rely on them to win you every single game. And we knew at some point that one of these guys was going to hurt, get, going to get hurt. That's the other thing. That's that, that's maybe the craziest thing about Pittsburgh, the last couple of years is how lucky they've been in terms of the health of Crosby and Malkin and Latang mm-hmm. and, and 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 all these and all these older guys, right? They've gotten lucky there. But you knew at some point someone was going to get hurt, and it was and it's the wrong guy at the wrong time. Uh, Penguins in Chicago tonight face off with the Blackhawks in just under an hour. At 8.30, looks like Connor Bedard will be back for Chicago. Uh, I know he's the, the new young phenom in the league, but he had the, the broken jaw. Chicago, mm-hmm. the, the worst team in hockey, Sean. So would this mm-hmm. be, given where the Penguins are right now, they're, they're coming off a bad loss last night. They just lose Jake Gensel, who will be out for over a month. Would, would a, a multi-goal loss or really a loss of any kind be a season low point? I think Chicago is scoring basically a goal and a half a game without Bedard. Like that, that's that is wild. That's a they've really, also lost really, seven in a row. Something of note, the Blackhawks. Huh? That is that's a that's a terrible, terrible hockey team. I like in, in Bedard's nasty, right? He's really he's he's really good. He's as good as advertised. He's a relevant player right now. Like he's he if he were healthy, we'd be talking about him scoring thirty goals or, or, or so this season. It's really really good. But he's not enough to make them anything less than a horrendous hockey team. So yeah, man, if we're if we're looking up at the scoreboard at you know eleven thirty tonight, we're talking about a four-two Penguin loss to Chicago. I think it's it, it will absolutely be the low point in the season after last night, after the Gensel injury, all, all that. This is yeah, it, it doesn't it, it, it's not going to get much worse than that. Uh, I believe we are 15 years to the day that Michelle Terrian got relieved of his duties. Uh, are we getting close to something like that with Mike Sullivan? Man, I at the start of the season, I would have I, I said it in plenty, in plenty, whatever. I, I wrote it. I, I said it on podcasts. I said it on the radio. Like, no way are, are they moving on from Sullivan this season. Could could I imagine it happening? You know, over the summer. Yeah, sure. Who who, who knows? But like a mid-season firing of of that dude by that ownership group, like Fenway Sports loves Mike Sullivan and is paying him a lot of money for a long time. For them to pull the plug on on, on him uh, in February, something something really bad must must have gone wrong, right? Now, but I think we're getting there. I I I think it's I think it's certainly a whole lot more possible now than it was a month ago or six months ago when I would have just dismissed it out of hand you can't do that anymore it's 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 got to be on the table uh after tonight a huge stretch of four games for the pens before they start uh a, a west coast trip uh 
home against the Kings, then the Islanders, then the Canadiens, then the Flyers. Uh, point total that they have to have in the really next five games. We can include tonight in there as well. Point total that they have to have to have you feeling any sort of hope uh, as we get close to the end of February. I think seven to the bare minimum, and I would, I would, I would realistically probably put it at eight. I think if they if if they drop these next two games, you know you can you can drop you can drop that forty percent we talked about at, at the top of the segment down and cut cut it about in half because that's a that that's that's where we are. Every game means a ton. Their their margin for error is minimal, regardless of how crappy you think the rest of the Eastern Conference is. Like me, NHL insider Sean Gentilly from the Athletic. Sean, thanks for taking the time. Donnie Hockey, good talking to you, brother. <laughs> thanks, buddy. There you go. Sean Gentilly from The Athletic giving you the scoop on where the Penguins are at right now, about 45 minutes away from puck drop in Chicago. We will keep tabs on that game. Penguins in a a tough spot, you could say, uh, to say the least. They, they lose one of their most productive players. They get beat up physically at home by one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Now they face a really tough stretch and a lot of questions going forward. 412-928-9370. If you want to join the conversation, you can get at us on Twitter as well. Brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Yesterday, the lover's holiday, Valentine's Day. What were the plans for Valentine's Day? We will get into that coming up next before we get to some sad stuff at the the top of the hour, something that that made me uh, very upset yesterday uh, coming up here on 93.7 The Fan. It's Donnie Football with you until 1035. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 